Shall We Ever Be Able to Visit the Moon? by Charles Nevers Holmes. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Shall We Ever Be Able to Visit the Moon? It is not impossible that the feat may some day be accomplished, but the difficulties to be overcome are very great. Many of us have traveled around our world, a distance approximately 25,000 miles. Shall we ever be able to travel from our world to the moon, a distance of about 239,000 miles? Today, of course, we cannot do so, but it is not impossible that some day men may travel from our earth to the moon and back again no one at all familiar with the progress of modern science and invention will deny that such a journey is a future possibility indeed it may be that to-morrow some stupendous discovery will revolutionize aerial navigation and if this should occur a journey to the moon would soon be occupying the minds and energies of terrestrial inventors and scientists even with the assistance of remarkable discoveries however there will remain great difficulties in the way of travelling from the earth to the moon the first of these is the force that binds us to our world's surface this force which we call gravity pulls us toward the centre of the earth away from the moon and it is so powerful that at present we know of no means by which to counteract it to break its chain so that we can fly away from our planet home would require a velocity of not less than 37,000 feet per second. Since the best modern guns can throw a shell with a speed of about 3,000 feet per second, it is evident that we should have to be projected from our terrestrial surface about 12 times as fast in order to reach the surface of the moon. Furthermore, because both Earth and Moon are in motion, we should have to make careful mathematical calculations in order to hit the mark. Otherwise, in case our skycraft should miss the moon, we might go on traveling through space indefinitely, unless some planet like Jupiter were to capture us. A difficult and dangerous voyage. Moreover, there are other difficulties and dangers in making a trip to the moon. Our skycraft would have to be strongly constructed, very strongly indeed, to stand such a journey leaving out of consideration the friction and pressure upon it in passing through our atmosphere at such tremendous speed there would be a great outward pressure from within it after we reached the vacuum-like environment of the ether in order to remain alive we should have to be surrounded by practically the same conditions inside our craft as they were when we left the terrestrial surface we should have to breathe and to have about the same atmospheric pressure upon our bodies as at the surface of our earth therefore unless some unpredictable scientific discovery should assist us the walls of the craft would have to be exceedingly strong to resist the tendency to expand outwardly into the ether thus causing some opening which might suddenly or slowly destroy us again the walls of our skycraft would have to be very strong to resist possible collisions with aerolites the small or large rock fragments popularly known as shooting stars when we remember that these bodies are travelling with a velocity of ten to forty miles per second not far from the earth's surface and that our craft would be speeding some seven miles per second it is evident that a head-on collision would not be a gentle one 
Moreover, when our skycraft reaches the moon, its landing is not likely to be at all a soft one, since the moon possesses no known atmosphere to retard our speed, and the lunar surface is believed to be wholly rocky and hard. Doubtless, were we able to hurl our skycraft free from terrestrial gravity, we could today build a craft that would weather an ethereal voyage from the earth to the moon. Doubtless, it would be constructed to stand the powerful attacks of pressure and of aerolites, as well as the sudden and terrific bump at the end of the route. Our astronomers of this twentieth century could certainly aim such a craft so that it would reach its destination, and it is probable that the crew would not have much to do. Vast Propulsive Power Needed But the power required to hurl a skycraft weighing perhaps ten tons or more with a velocity of about seven miles per second from the terrestrial surface and through the atmosphere into the ether would be nothing less than terrific it seems an almost impossible thing to do but future discoveries and inventions may put it in a different light we can calculate at least approximately how long such a voyage would take leaving out of consideration the acceleration of the skycraft owing to the attraction of the moon the average time would be about nine hours and a half in other words we could embark in america at eight p m and disembark upon the moon before six o'clock the next morning but now another problem arises after we have reached the moon how are we to get home that is a difficult question to answer although if we had the necessary mechanism to propel our craft it would be easier to return to the earth than to go to the moon upon the lunar surface owing to the smaller mass of the moon the force of gravity is only about one-sixth that of our terrestrial gravity and it would therefore require a velocity of only a little more than six thousand feet per second to overcome it however the voyage would be longer about fifty-six hours thus the whole trip to the moon and back if there were no delay would take almost three days shall we ever visit the moon if we or any of the generations following us should travel to this beautiful satellite of ours they would according to the testimony of the telescope find it to be indeed a waterless weird and wonderful place End of shall we ever be able to visit the moon by charles nevers holmes read by anita sloma martinez